shenanigans with your girl, me, Jess V, a podcast where I, Jess, can hang out with all of my friends, where we chat all things adulting, dating, health and wellness, and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, your drink, and come kick it with me and all of my friends, okay? <laughs> I'm a mess. <sighs> Okay, hello, hello, and welcome to Tom Foolery and Shenanigans. It is me, your girl, Jess V, holding it down in the 312 and the 773 and all the other air codes that come with Chicago, and I wish I kind of knew them all, but I'm actually from the 517, so shout out to uh, Michigan, <laughs> Atlantic to be specific. Well, today, 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 oh, also, um, if you don't know, if anyone hasn't told you, I love you, I care for you, I see you, I value you, and I want to give you a big old hug once we can, and it's great. Um, and if whenever you're listening, whether it be Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, I am here for you, not at your beck and call, but I'm here for you for podcast lands, for all your podcast needs, <laughs> okay? Just kidding. Well, today, 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 or this evening, or what is... It is, it is six. Early evening. It's, it's like an early evening. It's where it's that moment in that time change where it's like it, the sun sets at 7.30. You're like, oh, I get a lunch time. It's kind of a beautiful thing. Um, but today I'm so excited. We have, some of you may know him, some of you may not. But if you do, yeah, about, if you don't, not if you do, but if you don't, you're about to get to know him. He is. The one, the only, the most amazing photograph connoisseur, documentarian, Instagram king that's holding it down for the Chicago, wears lots of great hats. He's also very attractive, ladies. I don't know if he's single, but we'll, maybe you'll find out during the podcast. He's amazing. He is beautiful. He brings so much energy, and he's so calm, and this man love him some breakfast. Some breakfast, some food. He's got some, um, he's got a good palate, I bet you, because I know he used to cook back in his day. Anyway, let me stop, let me stop, let me tell you who we got. Today, we have the one and only Alan Epstein in the house. Woo! Pew, 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 pew! Yo, hello, 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 what's up? First off, wow, you're like, your radio voice game is... <laughs> incredible wow i just i was just watching and listening to that and going like yo this is this is it this is you you are rocking this extremely well oh my god thank you look at how y'all see how calm he sounds and i'm just like hey girl you're doing the radio thing you're you're you're, you're doing it i don't it's so it's it's funny i've had a lot of people on the show and uh, they're like oh my god you're you're so this, you're so that. I'm like, I'm kind of like this all the time. But also, you know, thanks, Alan. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is also, I've, I have uh, met with you in outside of the radio. That is very true. Sphere. And this is also how you are, but it just makes a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> Thank you. It's so funny when I posted the little clip, you're like, you have a radio. I don't think I have a radio voice. I frankly cannot stand how I sound and I like hear back oh my god don't you sing too yes I hate hearing myself sing when, when 
it. It's all set it down. Oh my goodness. It, oh, no. like, so it, you're not going to go home and listen to this and go, oh my God, I'm so good at this. No, I'm going to go home and listen to this and pick everything apart and make sure I didn't say anything to make anyone upset. If, if I like cut someone off, that's what I'm literally what this is my, um, God, I don't even remember how we've had so many people. <laughs> I've recorded so many of these. I go home and listen to all of them and just like cringe and just like pick it apart and be like, oh my God, did I do this? Did I say this wrong? Did I cut this person off? Like I freak out every time. Well, don't you ha also have a radio, podcasty, Instagram live situation too? Yeah, right? it was cool. I did it for a little while. I was like, um, I had a lot of fun, but I also, I'm okay. So yes. Yes, I did that. That was super fun. I'm like tr losing my mind just wanting to do what I used to do pre-pandemic. Yeah. And I'm just like chomping at the bit, waiting to just do my normal thing again. Yeah. And like, so all of these like offshoots are just like, what am I doing with my time? Like, what can I do? Yeah. And like, they're a lot of fun, but I don't th necessarily think that's like it either. I think I'm just trying to do something. That well, I mean, it was fun. And for those who don't know, Alan, can you let the people know what you do? Give them a little rundown, your resume, who you are. Yeah, it's actually uh, very, very, the premise of my, I guess, art project or documentary project is like very simple. I just approach people on the street, uh, funny tie-in. That's how I met uh, our podcast host here. Very true. Uh, right across the street from Baker Miller, I think is the name. Yes, we. I was. I was. Finish your story. Finish it. I'll tell. I'll tell. Sure. Yeah. So I just approach uh, people on the street, ask to take their picture, and then I interview them about what they have for breakfast, and then I transcribe it verbatim, and then I post it to Instagram. Yes, y'all. You are talking to the creator. And it's called What Was Breakfast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are talking to. I am talking to. You all listening it. You all watch it on the Patreon. The person behind the camera of what was breakfast. I know you're probably like, Jessica, how do you get the celebrities? <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Yes. You know people be like, yes, y'all. I, I know the man behind what was breakfast for those who like fangirl or fanboy out. And he is very correct. That is exactly how we met. I was, it was. Um, you had, like a, you had a, a very, very cool shirt on that was uh kind of related to election stuff on an election day yes it was not like the presidential election but it was like it, a, a yes it, I, it was like primaries or i can't even remember what it was but i was wearing my shirley chisholm shirt <laughs> is what i was wearing and my hair was bald at the time and i was just leaving the gym and that's when i was at um a gym i'm no longer at we will not say their name um, so, but is across from Baker Mills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can figure it out if they want to do the research. Yes, from that. <gasps> Shut the front door. Are you there? Y'all, I'm so sorry. We're going to keep rolling. Max, did you get that? Okay, good. <laughs> Hold y'all. I got to text my cousin. I'm in the middle of a recording. <laughs> your cousin, take your time. <laughs> oh. God, this is the best part of my show. Shit just be happening. And I got to be like, uh, in the middle of a recording. Hi, cousin. Session. Great. I should be so funny if I FaceTimed her right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. Okay, hold on. 
all done. She's gonna be so wild. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Okay. This is how we know this is a completely improvised show. Completely improvised. I don't know if she's gonna. What's your cousin's name? Okay, her name's Nina. 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 Yes. I don't think she's gonna answer. Okay, but we're trying. We're trying. We tried. Hey, cousin. Come on, you let yeah, oh You know what? You can't leave messages on FaceTime. I just realized I, that. You can't. You can't. You should be able to leave a video message. You I you should be able to be like, hey, this is so and so and Hey, such what's such. up, Nina? This is Alan and Jessica. We were just hitting back. Both of our faces. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right? Hold on, I'm gonna try one more time. I'm gonna try one more time. Let's see if she answers, y'all. She's she's gonna be Everyone say hi to my cousin. She is currently on the show. What's up, <laughs> Nina? Hello, how are say you? Hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Where are you calling from, Nina? Everyone, that's my little cousin. Say hi to Lake. Hi, Langston. Hi, little cousin. Hey, little dude. Hey. <laughs> oh my God, this is the best. This is the best. This is the best, Langston. Uh, uh. So Nina, I told you we were recording. And Alan had the crazy idea. What if I just called you while we're on the recording of the show? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can't be seen. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we're going to go back to what we're doing. Everyone says bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you for participating. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this is why my podcast is called Tom Fool and Shenanigans. We just go with the flow here. We're just Tom Fool and, and, and whatnot. And whatnot. Okay. Uh, so back to our regular scheduled program. But yes, that is, I, y'all gonna be like, what the fuck just happened? So Alan and I met. Alan, did you freeze? Y'all, the world is just wilding right now. <laughs> y'all, this is probably the best. I think, y'all, we out here playing Zoom roulette. I think Alan just froze my friend. I think he did. <laughs> well, I will continue our story and maybe we'll get uh, Alan back and we will pause for the break of the show. Boom. Boom. Great. And we're back. What an exciting moment we just had, everyone. What a journey. What a journey. What uh, a journey in internet and Wi-Fi land. Uh, we lost Alan, but he's back. He's back. But, I am, but, but now I'm found. We, he was lost, but now he is found because we are here. <laughs> I'm so excited for when this goes up on Patreon. People are going to be like, what just happened? How? What is going what on? What is going but, on? How do but, yeah, that's, that's real life, though. Yeah, they listen, know, they're gonna they're gonna know this is real. Oh yeah, we listen. This is why this is the podcast is what it is. The world's a tomfoolery and shenan, and things happen in real life, and so that's what we're gonna do. What the hell are we? Oh, we didn't. I didn't finish the story about how we met. Okay, so oh, that's right. That's where we're, we were. We're still there, everyone. Um, Max will figure out how to connect these two. I trust Max his abilities. Got this. Max got this. <laughs> um. So yes. Uh, Ellen and I met, 
outside in an alleyway across the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one way to tell the story. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and he approached me, and I was like, "What? What's this man talking to me?" Um, and then he took my picture. I took multiple pictures. Yeah, you did take multiple took pictures. A, a, a series of pictures. A series. That is very true. We took a we took a few, and then uh, within minutes. I was a I was a superstar. No, I was kidding. I was then on the What Was Breakfast Instagram. It was fun, and that's how we met. And then we just chatted. And now, grabbed coffee and had a good time. And now we're friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a great recap. That was a great recap. I did get a chance to go with you, um, like two years ago. Year ago. Wow. What is Yo. time? What, is, what time? is time even? Are we talking about like build coffee when we when we went to build coffee and then I walked around with you and we took and you took a picture of that girl in that blue blue like oh yeah she had like some neon neon green situation something like that yeah in front of Akira yeah. which is like a very fashionable spot yeah uh, we've we've met on multiple occasions yeah we've we've had coffee we've yeah, had coffee then- walks. Yep, and then you went, and then you had your gallery at um, oh, what's the coffee shop in High Park? Build Coffee, yeah. Build Coffee, yes. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Dollop when we met. Did we? Meet oh, the, yeah. Time? There was Dollop, Dollop by the library. Yeah. Yep. So shout out to um, Hannah and Bia of Build Coffee. Yes. Who who put up like 30 portraits from the What Was Breakfast series with their interviews, and then we had like what we were calling a bagel party. And had everybody come and drink coffee and eat bagels and look at pictures and talk to each other. It was a, it was a sweet, uh, fun little event, and you showed up, and that was I very did. nice of you to come out and it support. Was, it was so good. If y'all ever have a chance to get to build coffee, that whole like building is super dope. Um, and you should definitely go check it out. It is in High Park. Um, and I guess do that when it opens. And I think it is open. I just you just got to wear masks and social distance and all that who stuff and it is in high park i will put the um address and some details and wherever we y'all's get your podcasts okay cool 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 awesome so tell us about yourself alan let the people know oh this is broad um what's going on yeah i am a person that used to be um somewhat extroverted. I used to go out all the time and I used to talk to people all day. And um, the pandemic has been uh, an exercise in introversion, Amazing. right? Like I, I haven't been able to do lots of the things that I normally like to do. And it's been crazy. Um, sorry, now I'm, I just completely shifted this conversation, but- oh, But um, I asked you how you was doing, so it doesn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so I'm from California. I'm from a little bit uh, like I was born in San Francisco and I grew up a little bit south of San Francisco um, in a place called Pacifica. And then I was kind of all over the peninsula. But uh, I'm just trying to say that I'm used to a very, very different kind of weather. Um, and like, I am losing it just waiting for like, waiting for like some 50 or 60 degree weather to go out and photograph. I'm fully vaccinated now. I got my second shot on Monday. Shout out Pfizer. Um, I didn't really have any adverse reactions to anything. Um, my, my left shoulder was extremely sore the first day. Uh, it, it was very similar to, as if I had lifted lots of weight 
yeah. uh, like done shoulder exercises. And then I was, you know, maybe slightly sleepier than normal. But other than that, it was a very easy thing. I got it at the University of Chicago, which is near where I live. You know, I kind of don't live too far from Build Coffee that we were just talking about. Oh, dope. Um, yeah. Uh, so how now. Been, how have you been? You go. Keep talk because I, I cut you off. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what to do next, I guess. Or like, what is, what is, the, what is the return to, what is normal 2.0, right? There's no, yeah. there's no going back to like, you know, to what it was like exactly. So like, what's the next version of, of this? Like, I'm, what I'm really trying to do is, is plan a, I, I think we've talked about this before. I'm trying to plan a like kind of cross country documentary-ish trip with a friend of mine. I've talked who, about this. Yeah, I think it's time. You know, I think I've lived I've lived here for a while. I've done this project for, you know, four and a half years or something like that. I've always wanted to kind of like get out and travel other places. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm mentally capable of dealing with another Chicago winter. So I'd like to have a reason to not be here in the wintertime. Um but I've always wanted to just like go to like diners all over the country and like interview people and take pictures of people and see stuff that I've never seen before and just kind of like also just check out what's up with the United States as a whole like I've been to lots of places but I haven't like spent significant time in lots of places other than big cities so so I think like it's like for me it would be like the the pendulum of like introversion swinging back the other way and like really yeah. going for it after a uh, year of extreme isolation that we've all kind of went through together. Yes. Yes. So are you like, if you're thinking cross country, you're going to get like, you're going to convert a van into like a mini home. Or are you going to like straight up just get one of those like RV vans? Yeah. That's <laughs> what, I don't know if, I don't know if that's the move. Or, like or MTV the move rolls, to like, rolls road rule style <laughs> yeah like that could be a lot of fun um i also kind of like you know sleeping in places i mean that's also kind of fun <laughs> so you know maybe like some sort of hybrid version of both like i don't know but um that's 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 what i'm trying to work on right now yeah well how are you staying creative what have you been doing to stay creative i'm, I'm not i guess i'm not staying super creative i guess like um how do I, how do I even jump into this theme? I think that like being, I don't know, like, I think I'm always just creative and I think I'm always trying to think of other things and, mm -hmm. but there's just not a lot of actionable stuff for the, the things that I want to do are very um, reactive to people. Like it's, it's a lot of like the way that improv is like, you can't really improvise yeah. by yourself. Like it's a lot of bouncing back and forth, a lot of banter, a lot of like, reacting to what you see and i think that's what i like to do is i like to go out and be inspired by what people are doing and who mm -hmm. people are and things like that so like that particular part has kind of been cut off by the pandemic um so i guess by being creative i've i've read a ton i've watched a ton of like television and movies and i think i'm just like kind of like in ingestion mode as opposed mm -hmm. to creative mode which I think is like part of the process. I think it's a part of the process that we don't um, 
that maybe we don't think about or talk about a lot mm. was like the pre-production of being creative or just like all of these things that it's you know it's like planting seeds right like I'm just like you know reading good literature maybe that's a strong way but like reading good books and um <laughs> and like Wait. watching good movies and like Wait. reading Wait. essays Wait. Why did you just stop yourself from saying good literature from good books? <laughs> <laughs> well I think like I think like I literature has is is like kind of a like a loaded term it's just like yo I'm just reading I'm reading good works of uh, good works of fiction okay. you know <laughs> Okay what what is one book that you've read that you've been reading Yo so I'm I'm going back over the classics it's funny cuz I'm right by the bookcase right now Ray Bradbury is like one of my favorite authors authors Fahrenheit 451 but I I revisited this but I do a lot of short stories um so I just always like read like the, what are the top 10 best short stories of 2020 or whatnot like that stuff because I feel like even a book this short I my ADD is like off the charts so like even a book this long 200 pages is like come on man you can you can give it to me faster than this no. right so you know what I mean so like I like short stories because I can knock them out in like 20 or 30 minutes um and I've been just kind of like finding what I can on the internet. Um, That's real. Yeah, because I think like uh, I don't know. I've, I've I really like to read, but I don't like to read the same thing for too long. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have like chapter books or like I just I can't I can't even do it. Like I've 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 got like Crime and Punishment here, and it's like I just like I I've always wanted to read this book, but I just look at it and I'm like I'm not reading this. <laughs> I will read like 500 short stories before I read this one book. Have you, know you started? Have you started the book? I can't. I can't even look at this and go like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do." Like, I just want to be the person that does this, but I, I know in my heart, I'm not this. I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's real. I'm it just like I. I want to be this guy that like that like dedicates. 600 pages to Dostoevsky but I'm not that I mean that's real but sh short stories are valid though it's still reading it's still a space to like huh yeah yeah I think I think it's it's also like it takes a lot of skill to be to be concise yeah it does oh my god yes to to and then for the reader to like get their the beginning the middle and the end oh for sure for yeah, sure. just like whip through them. That's just whip real. through them. So, so this one, this one thing that I I listen to, like Ray Bradbury, is like one of my favorite authors and like people. I don't know if you ever heard like just Ray Bradbury talk. Like, have you ever seen a YouTube video of just Ray Bradbury talking? He's just like the most charming, sweet old dude. And he had this one talk that I listened to a long time ago, and he was saying to like people that wanted to be authors, he's like. Um, he recommended that you read like one short story, one essay and one poem a day for a thousand days. And like, you'd be so full of like ideas and metaphors and like, you just kind of like understand the craft of writing in a way that like, you might not, it, I, I don't want to like try to take his words out of his mouth, but he recommended that. And I've been trying to do this like 1000 nights for years and I'm at like, I, I've done it like 300 times. I like keep track of it. And I like try to do it every day. 
and I do it like every, once every three or four days, but it's been a lot of fun. I mean, you're doing more reading than me. No, <laughs> I, I, I start a book and then let me not say that I've been reading. There's definitely books I've been reading, but, um, but I'll start a book and then I'll put it down. However, all of 2020, I like would start a book and then it would start triggering really bad relationships. And I was like, well, Jessica, it looks like reading is not your thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. But like, but so I was like, okay, but we're going to read 2021. So I bought so many books this year. So I'm hoping um, the book that I'm reading now is Professional Troublemaker by Lovey Ajayi. And then I'm going to continue to kind of keep reading and just keep nipping at it as much as I can just to like get, you know, get that, get the momentum going again, like a, like a train. So, but maybe I should look into like short stories. I like essays though. Essays are good. Yeah. Essay books are good. Sure. Essay. Yeah. What I like is like, I think there's something fun about there's something there's supposed to like, the feeling that you tried to read this book and you haven't got it yet is yeah. is annoying. And if you if you read an essay or a short story, you're like, yo, I knocked it out. It's over. It's done. I got everything that I needed. I finished the thing and I'm moving on. That is that yeah, no. I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Either way, a good book is a good book, be it short, tall, <laughs> a yeah. poem. Yeah. You know, it's like that. Uh, did you ever read Chicken Soup for the t- uh, for the teenage soul growing up? The I think they did like a whole series of Blank Soul, right? Like yes, chicken they did. Soup for like every single person that there is, kind of soul. Yeah, uh, I've read some of those. Those are fun. Those are fun. I sure there are short stories, little short essays, and then you got a yeah chance to like you know do the thing i'm here for it i'm here for it i loved it yeah. i'm here for it so yeah. what you all don't know is that uh alan when he was doing his um little mini instagram uh short little interviews with people around the city he would do speed rounds for breakfast oh so, yeah so i'm going to do that and then and in edit land max will add some like show show tunes or you know game show type music <laughs> booty quick, quick, quick. something along the that's super exciting i love it uh and it'll be great uh and i love it so we are going to put Ellen Epstein through the breakfast speed challenge. I'm excited to be here. Are you ready? I'm very, I've, I've been ready for a long Are time. You've been ready for this. Uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to start the speed challenge now. Now this, how this game works, this will be a this or that. And you will let us know as quickly as possible what is your this or that. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Oatmeal or grits? Oatmeal. Sausage or bacon? Bacon. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. OJ or apple juice? OJ. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Hash browns or tater tots? Hash browns. Scrambled eggs or over easy? Scrambled. 
Oh, you are so very, you're very sure with that one. Yeah, it didn't matter what the other one was going to be. <laughs> it like scrambled. I already knew. So I was just going to, I didn't, I was letting you save your, save your voice. Ah, uh, okay. Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles? Can I not like one or do I have to choose? You? Sorry, I have to choose. I'm sorry. Uh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops? Okay. Raisin Bran or Oat Milk Crunch? Oat Milk Crunch? Oat, oat, oat Crunch? Oh, Jesus. Clearly, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, so I guess the first one. Honey, honey, honey Bunches of Oats. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Honey Bunches of Oats. <laughs> What'd you call it? Oat Milk Crunch? That's I would I would yo oatmeal crunch sounds good though I would totally get it if you make I, that serious I would I could smash some oatmeal crunch that does sound good with a little like oh like dried up okay now we're just getting off topic okay all right okay. oat milk or almond milk almond almond mm, okay uh we have whole milk or two percent. Two percent. All right. Toasted toast or <laughs> or bread. You can't call it untoasted toast. <laughs> I mean, I meant to say, would you rather have your toasted toasted from the oven or from the toaster? Oh. Uh, from the toaster. From the toaster. All right. Yeah. Light toast or dark toast? Dark toast. Wheat or rye? Rye. Sourdough or just regular schmegler bread? Sourdough. Sourdough. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't sell that. Or just regular schmegler. <laughs> or just regular? Uh, yeah, you're, that's, that's a very loaded question. <laughs> Sourdough just a little, a little different. Okay. Uh, bagel sandwich or croissant sandwich? Croissant. Yeah, croissant sandwich all day. Come on. I know uh, the little right, right. That's that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. Question. Last question. Are you ready, Alan? Yes. Okay. Would you rather have your bacon baked in the oven or fried yes on the <laughs> baked baked in the oven? Have you fried? Do you know how much drama it is to like fry enough bacon for everyone in a pan versus just throwing it in the oven? And you can just you can just nail the temperature uniformly across like fifteen strips of bacon, no problem, not burning things, low temp, like no question. Okay, okay. Now what's the best temperature to bake your bacon in? Yo, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's low. It's like probably two fifty or something. It's like slightly under what you think it would be, and then you never overcook it. Right? I don't know for sure. Two fifty, three hundred? You're asking the wrong person because I fry my bacon on the pan. I don't. I don't oh. I, I don't bake the. I don't bake my bacon. Also, Alan, I'm just cooking for myself. Sure. Okay. Then uh, three hundred. I would say. Three hundred. Well, let me not. Let me not say if I'm ever cooking for other people or if I'm doing like a brunch with some friends or something at someone's house. Yeah. I would also. I would always. I just fry it in the pan. Even if, what if you got to do like 15, 16, what if you got a whole pound of bacon, 16, 16 slices, 12 slices or whatever? You better have a big ass pan. <laughs> I'm just going to put like. Okay. Yeah. 
like yeah yeah depending on the size because you can get some good frying pans depending on the frying pan i'm sure. just gonna put like four to eight on that or yeah just be like my grandmama at six o'clock in the morning cooking up yeah God, yo man. i re- first off i respect it i got nothing bad to say about it in the pan it's just for me it's just so easy to just do it in the oven and like it's it's, it's like very little to no work that's what i like about it you know what i mean I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It's What's just your, super easy. If Okay, well then, okay, let's say, okay, here's a question, which I was going to ask before. I like, I like how I, I thought about it as if I was not really going to ask it. Okay, so you are, if you're going to take someone out for breakfast, friend, whatever the pace may be, what and where where are you taking them and what do you order? Uh, white Castle, white, pa- white Castle. That's not even a thing. White Palace Grill on Roosevelt. Mm. It's like, yo, it's got, and I've every time anyone asks me, this is where I say, what, you got to go to White Palace Grill because it is the Chicagoest spot in the world. It's like, if you go into the back, there's this big portrait that like, that is just like this like. I don't even know what the word is. It's like this painting with like all of these like Chicago legends. It's like Oprah Winfrey's on this painting. It's like Oprah Winfrey playing poker with Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Michael Jordan, Harry Carey. It's just like, what is it? It's just like all of this like crazy Chicago stuff on all the walls. And it's got like um, the booths with like the boomerang. What do they call that? Like boomerang tile stuff on the table it's like a very specific uh god i can't remember fornica formica formica something like this very particular like old school kind of tile that's very dated and just feels like it's like from another era i love it the food is not the best i don't go out for the best food i go out for like ambiance you know and this place is like the ambiance is like through the roof like i don't even like to be honest with you like I am not super picky about food. I'm just like, let it be like at least above average. Let it be pretty good. And I'm super happy. Okay. All it, right. And like, and like White Palace is above average to pretty good for sure. And I would get the two by two by two, which is like two pancakes, two eggs, two pieces of bacon, black coffee. Okay. All right. Okay. Like millions of refills. Like when you go to the diner and they just like, you finish your coffee and boom, it's like it's been refilled. Love that. Okay. All right. I uh, fun fact. I have never been there. Ever. You gotta do you gotta do it. Like it's just like the vibes are it's 24 7, 365. They didn't shut down on Christmas. They didn't shut down on New Year's. They didn't they didn't shut down for any I mean I'm sure they shut down the pandemic. <laughs> but like besides that, they're just like they've been open forever. And it just it feels like Yo, somebody that I was talking to about doing, we were going to do like a diner photo project a long time ago. His name is Eli. Super cool dude. Shout out Eli. He was like, diners feel like they've existed far before you and will exist far after you're gone. And I think that's what I like about diners. It's just like, it just feels timeless. That's what I like about diners. It's like, they don't feel like 2021, you know, they don't, they just feel like, you know, like your mom could have came here 30 years ago and it would be generally the same vibe and i think that's what i like about it i mean that makes total sense okay so white palace girl on roosevelt 
Um, okay, now where I don't I don't want to say expensive, but let's just say like brunch. <laughs> where would you go for really good brunch? Um. I don't know for sure, but I can tell you where I, where I had like the crazy bomb cinnamon roll today, which I think serves brunch. Um, it's this place in Andersonville called Las Larson, which is like a bakery, and it has a sit down service too, and it feels very kind of fine dining y in a ba- if if you combine like fine dining vibes with a bakery, like Las Larson has it. I don't know. I don't think people can eat inside there still. I think you know, we're still going. We're okay. still going through a lot of that. So, Alec, pause, pause, pause. You had a what? <laughs> oh, it's a, a, a cinnamon roll. Oh, a cinnamon roll. I thought you said you had like a, me, clearly selective listening. I literally thought you said a, um, uh, not a cinnamon roll. I thought you said a Captain Crunch cinnamon roll. Yo, that would be good. Somebody should do that. Somebody should do that immediately. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the cinnamon roll and then, like, the frosting, and then you do crumble up some uh, Captain Crunch on there? Maybe some Crunch Berries? Some Crunch Berries? Yes, Crunch Berries. Maybe maybe my answer is um, your future brunch spot. When you open up your your spot that has uh, cinnamon rolls with Crunch Berry frosting, that's where I, I would go. I don't think I can ever actually open up a restaurant. I that that restaurant business. Kudos. It's, yeah. Shout out to, yeah. No, I that that ministry is not for me. But the people who live and up I kudos. I give you mad props. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I will eat your food gladly. But nice. to run one, Mm-mm. you used to work in the restaurant business, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, started the What Was Breakfast project at a restaurant. So, yes, tell the people that I know this story, but I want the people to know. Oh, uh, okay, cool. I'll tell it again. Um, so basically, when I moved to Chicago, I kind of um, was was in the restaurant industry, but kind of wanted to be like doing more improv. And I was like super interested in coming to Chicago. Chicago's like the, the I guess like the home of improv in lots of ways, or like a big hub hub for improv, mm-hmm. if not if nothing else. So my plan was to like work in the restaurant industry, try to not try to get a job that I wasn't super um, serious about, <laughs> you know, like just a job that like I didn't feel like was my identity. It was just like a, a way to make money, and then like work on improv like on all my days off, stuff like that. So I ended up getting this job at a place called the Cherry Soaker Room. I ended up being a server and um, I was taking like all these improv classes on my days off and I would work nights most of the time because, you know, you made better money at nights, but sometimes I would work during the day. And then I was working a lot of these brunches and brunches sucked because we were always super understaffed. So I was like really grumpy all the time at at brunches because, you know, it was just like too much. But I don't know what happened. Like my friend, Eric, shout out Eric Reeves. He, we were talking about like, oh, he was just joking about what I would get if I came in and got like the two of everything breakfast on my day off. Like what kind of eggs I would get, what kind of bread I would get. 
and he like wrote it on the board and it was just like this silly this silly joke and i looked at it and i was like oh shit you could kind of like strangely pick a person's personality out a little bit because of their choices of what of what they like and we started like talking about oh yeah like this person's a poached egg person or a scrambled egg person and what that says about somebody if anything and i don't know why like i just thought that was fascinating at the time like this was like i don't know i don't know what was going on but it, like that felt so such a, like such an idea to me at the time and it felt you know like based in all these principles of improv that i was learning but i wasn't happy doing improv and i just started interviewing everybody that i worked with and i asked what they would get if they came in and it was just like surprisingly uh revealing about people's personalities like you would yeah. if you take somebody's picture and you ask them these questions like their personality fucking bubbles out of it even though it's just kind of like this seemingly uh god what's the word uh, superficial question you know yeah. and and it's just like this kind of like balance of like kind of really getting to see somebody's unique self in in like the most non-intrusive way possible it's just like such an easy breezy thing and i think that's why people kind of like can be themselves because they don't feel like they're revealing themselves it doesn't feel intrusive um so that's how that happened awesome okay so tell so um i want to know that how when you so you're you know you walk down the street you know do to do down michigan ave how was do, do, it do to do do to do to do darker 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 how, yeah. <laughs> how was it asking your first person first random person that you didn't know and was there Yo, like a I level of like comfort for you or was that always in your comfort space I, I like freaked out that day, which is funny because I'm not like, I am not somebody that's worried about talking to people at all. But like, for some reason, for like 50 minutes, I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I can do this. And then like, I saw this guy with a bicycle. I was like, this guy's cool. And then I talked to him and it was like the easiest thing in the world. But I had like a little mini breakdown for like the first like 15 minutes while I was trying to work up the courage to talk to this person. Yeah. I talked to him as like the easiest thing ever. And I like have never worried about it since it was just, I guess it's not like something that I have to overcome, you know, like I'm not like super concerned about talking to people. So that, that part came easy. I just freaked out about it the that's, first time. That's real. I mean, what's challenging about it? Um, just getting out there. Mm. <laughs> getting motivated to go outside and to go talk to people like the thing is not the thing is not the hard part it's all the things that lead up to the thing get up go outside you know it's like yeah regular regular stuff like as far as it's like talking to somebody getting the camera out snapping some pics uh that's just uh, that just is what it is what is your so how do you get the, what is the level of like comfort do you need to bring so people feel they can trust you with their with this conversation um i i think it's i think the question itself is super easy so i think like i have the benefit of it just being like the easiest question in the world first of all so i don't have to um generate a lot you know the same way like a humans of new york guys like hey yeah. tell me your whole life forever I think also like part part of me like part of part of this project is like a you know a slight homage slash satire to that whole project right where it's like an easier version of what that is 
I've always been like, I'm mortified to like talk to somebody that I don't know about that level of intimacy, about like what's going on in your life, what, yeah. what went wrong, you know, what happened when everything turned left in your life. Tell me that story on the street. That's like, that is insanity to me. Shout out to Brandon Stanton because he could do that all day. Amazing. Um, but I think that I just have to be like, I make people comfortable enough to tell me what they had for breakfast and pose for the 30 seconds tops. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's actually not that hard. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's, I think it's, it's very inherently disarming if, you know, and I'm like, Hey, what's up? I just want to take your picture and ask what you had for breakfast. You know, you were on the receiving end of that question and like whatever awkwardness there might have been, if any, like, I think like once you say breakfast, you're just like, Oh yeah, I can do that. That, that is very true. I can, I can see that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's real i mean you're not asking them to expose their you know deepest darkest <laughs> like thoughts you're just like yeah would you have breakfast you know i think before i'm wondering like when you didn't have instagram to be like no nah, i'm legit like <laughs> like what did you do oh before? i mean it, start it started on instagram so oh you mean like a like a, a following um yeah no i mean like if i am a person like and i don't know who you are from john and you come up to me and say hey can i take your picture did you like how do you how did like you're the validity of who you are now you can say oh no it's fine you know i have i'm i'm this person right i'm this person did you already have that or were you like you're building that so if I'm the, your first person, how can someone, how are you being valid, you know, in your realness as a photographer and a this and a that, if people just like trusting you with they breakfast thoughts, you know? Yeah, I think, I think, I think people just trusted that first. And I think it was like worst case scenario, it's not, you know, and yeah. you know, like, I don't think that's, it's like that big of a deal or whatever. And, and then it was just like, and then, you know, after, I mean, it only took like two or three people for me to put up a couple pictures and now I just like say, this is what I do. And I just hold up the thing. So even like, even if you have three pictures and four followers, it's still like enough to be like, yeah, this is, I do something. So yeah. like the first person just, just had to trust and everybody else after that first guy, you know, was able to see at least something on Instagram. Yeah. That's, I love it. I love the page. I'm, I, I'm on there reading. I was also very curious what you had to do early on to pivot, um, you know, since once, once everything stopped, what did you do? How did you pivot? Like everyone else in the oh, pandemic stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think, I think I like pivoted, um, disenchanted with what I was doing. So basically, um, I think, sorry. So let me first answer your question. Then I'll tell you what, why I kind of like stopped doing it. Basically I, knew on like sunday was the sunday the march 15th i believe it was was the day that like the government agents of chicago i guess it was pritzker governor pritzker was like yo we got to shut it down for at least two weeks and um i remember like i had an event on sunday and it was like the last time that we all kind of like congregated, which is super weird. And I remember like the days go building up to this. I was like, should I still have this event? Like, what's that? I was like, man, I worked really hard to like get this going. Um, but we still had this event. There's like 30 people and retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have had it. Luckily, like nothing happened to anybody that was there. Yeah. But like, I had to kind of like go through this, uh, like 
I had to go through that, you know, that event thinking like, oh, like this is going to be the last event. And, you know, we're going to, we're entering into a, a time where we're not going to converse with each other in person for, for an, at least a while. And I was like, two weeks, I was like, if they're willing to shut this whole thing down, it's certainly not going to be for two weeks. I remember thinking that like right when that happened. So I was like, what am I going to do? Like, how can I, if I had to do this project without being out, how, it, what would it look like? And it just kind of ended up being like me asking people to send me their pictures of what they had for breakfast. And then I would get on the telephone with them and like talk to them. I ended up talking to people for like 10 minutes of pop. It was crazy. So I just like had people send me pictures of their breakfast and I was just talking to them about it. And, and like, I think all of us had to process so much, especially like hospitality industry. I, I like, um, you know, was doing bartending and stuff at the time too. So like I, um, stopped working everybody that I knew basically in the hospitality industry stopped working so there was like a lot of external processing for everyone in that industry so like people had a lot to talk about so it was just nice to talk to somebody you know and I would talk to a bunch of people a day about it and then I would just post their pictures and post like an excerpt of of the breakfast part but I ended up talking to these people like strangers about like anything for you know 15-20 minutes just about wow. how we're processing this so it was a very uh I think it was very healthy and healing for, for me to kind of do that pivot at the time. But like from an artistic uh, point of view, I didn't think it was all that interesting. Once the pandemic started like just extending, like I didn't, I wasn't naive. I didn't think it was gonna last two weeks, but you know, like after I was doing this for like a couple of months, I was like, I don't really wanna be a page of just people sending me mm. their pictures. And like, I don't really have any artistic control about, you know, any the way anything looks or anything. And I was, and it was just like a bunch of kind of like mishmash looking like iPhone pictures and like no shade to the people that send me pictures. I don't mean it in that way, but it was like, I guess like what was breakfast has a look, you know, a certain way yeah. that like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the way that, you know, the camera that I use and the way that I see and the people that I want to talk to is like kind of um, for like a lack of better term curated in a certain way or like reflective of my taste. And it kind of, and I kind of like lost control about that. And it was just like, it just felt like another one of my things is like when Instagram started, it was like a lot of people taking pictures of their own food. And I thought like I was making fun of that by inter <laughs> by doing like a, a real documentary project about what other people ate and like, how do I do this thing that is kind of what this app is and is what people are sharing on this app, but doing it in a more interesting way. Yeah. And then I felt like, I felt like I just ended up pivoting into what people already do. Mm. you know so i was yeah, just like after a while yeah, I was like, yeah yeah after a while i was like ah, i don't really this is just not fun so i like this year i've done like a few different kind of renditions of doing something during this pandemic and they've all been interesting at the, that time but none yeah. of those are like the thing that's interesting because i think what i like what i like the most about this project is like it's it's kind of about chance encounters you know and like there's still a lot like if people are submitting things to me that's interesting but those are people that already know what was breakfast exists those are people yeah. that already understand this project yeah. and it's like yeah. when i when i walk down the street those people don't know what what was breakfast is they don't care yeah. like it's and it's just like how can we just make a moment yeah. you know mm. with 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 a complete stranger and that's and it didn't that. feel like that anymore yeah that's so real i mean i, I feel that 
once the you know our world starts to open back up and people are going to be like people are already wanting and <coughs> craving that 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 level of intimacy that level of of conversation and that space to be in connecting with people and to find an opportunity to connect with you know strangers people are going to be wanting that and i don't you know like people are going to be like you camera you know what i mean people are going to be ch chasing you yeah. down now, yeah. like, you know what i mean but yeah. I, I think your project's going to have such a larger impact after this you know what i mean cuz people are going to be wanting small talk you know if you really think about it potentially yeah. that's just my opinion <laughs> i think we're collectively like fiending for that i think we're just yes. like we miss it we miss it so bad and we don't all necessarily have the language to like realize that's because there's so many things happening. And I'm not, I'm not saying that like the only thing that's happening right now is we're feeling for like chance encounters again, but like, that's one of the, that's a very big thing that we're missing, you know, yeah. right now. Yeah. And, um, and it's, I, I, oh God, I, I read this one article essay thing about, like partners being in lockdown together and like people kind of expecting that their partner now be like everyone that they would have interacted with, with through the day like has to come from this one person now because those other interactions have been cut off mm. so i think and like so now like now this person that you're with is supposed to be like the person that you banter with on the bus the person that yes. you you know it, like they become everything because you don't have any access to the other stuff and i think like the larger our community is and the people that we can have small conversations with the better everyone is the better off everyone else is yeah i didn't even th i i haven't even really thought about it in that I, which is funny because when i was walking here a guy was like man it's 50 it's 50 degrees i'm like like who's having a conversation about weather out of pure excitement because there's people to be in space and we had a whole conversation about the weather because it was like yeah new person new energy new time new moment great let's let's take this two seconds and be in that moment about this weather right i i truly believe that's 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 so that's gonna be that's great that's i mean it's true yeah yeah i yeah, think yeah. that you you just described it in a super interesting way like basically new person new energy new environment new theme it's like when do we get a chance to do that if we're by ourselves yeah 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 a new person to talk about a new thing with yes to be excited about yeah you know? like that's been that has been, you know, I'm not saying anybody took it, anybody, nobody in particular took that from us, but it was taken from us when the pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is so true. Woo, that's, I'm going to go make random connections right after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are all going to, it's going to be like, you know, like the roaring, you know, people have already made this correlation, but like the roaring 20s came after, you know, like a, a, a worldwide pandemic. And I think that's like, yo, that's because it makes a lot of sense that people like need to like get a lot of energy out, need to be out, need to yeah. be energetic, need to yeah. be outside, need to be with other people. And I feel like, yeah, the pendulum's going to swing the other way. Like we've been super introverted for a year that and we're going to have to go out and do the other thing. Yes, for sure. Well, Alan Epstein, it's time that we wind down. Because we're already we're all singing the Mickey Mouse theme song. I'm just kidding. I will not do that. Um. <laughs>
And you've been so chill. You are such a chill person. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> just so chill. It's, I'm here for it. I fucks with it. I appreciate it. I do. So, as we close out, I tend to ask. I ask. No, I tend to. It's what I do. I ask my guests three things. Sure. And that is, what would you like to start? Would you like to stop? And what would you like to continue? And it doesn't have to be in those in that order. Okay. Um, start, stop, continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. I like this format as a as a game show and thought experiment. It's actually, first off, very clever. Um, well, it's actually an actual. What it is? It's a feedback. It's a it's a type of feedback that um, I've used a lot in working in non for profits. It's like when we get feedback, we say we oh. to each other. Yeah. So it's an actual. Yeah, that's that's smart. Feedback. Um. Okay. Cool. So, continue. I would like to continue doing my project. Okay. Great. Cool. That's an easy one. Um, maybe too easy. Maybe I'm copping out on that. All right, start. I would like to start going. Um, maybe going harder. Maybe maybe uh, publishing things as uh, you know, like putting some of these things into um, zine format or book format or something that it can be in a physical copy and kind of complete. Because I feel like what's weird about having a project on Instagram is just like it just it just feels news cycle-y. It's just like here it is today. Yeah. Here it is tomorrow. And it's just like there's no um there's no beginning, there's no middle there. It's like all middle. It's just all middle forever. You know, yeah. like that's what Instagram feels like. Mm. Um so I would like to start working on a book or zine or something like that. And then also start traveling across the country, which I think would probably uh lend itself very well to a like a book or a zine because like i start the journey and then i come all the way back to chicago and it's like an inherent structure um so i would like to start taking that very seriously i'd like to start planning for doing that potentially in the summer starting um and what do i want to stop doing hmm is it is it is it too much of a cop out to say stop playing small is that like too that is a cop out, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe to stop thinking about the reasons why these things can't work and start thinking about the reasons they can work. Also, cop outy. Sorry. No, that's valid. I mean, I think that's that's real though. I think it's like, um, I think wanting to do something big is is simultaneously fun and like fear inducing you're like oh shit like this is kind of a big deal i guess like when you have lots of stakes in it it's it's scary it's kind of easy to just do what you do every day and kind of like whatever happens happens but like really put yourself out there and want to uh like make a thing do a thing go on a big adventure it's a little scarier so i want to stop worrying about it and start my 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 thing Stop worrying so fucking much. How about that? <laughs> Just being worried about stuff for stop, no reason. Stop worrying and start doing some action and get get things. Yeah. Done. Yes. That. Yes. That's that, my final answer. That. He said what he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, Alan, 
tell the peace where they can find you if you got anything coming up in the future. Other than, you know, you starting to get in an RV and travel across the world. Yeah. If you, if you, okay, great. Uh, you can find uh, the stuff that I put out for this, uh, what was breakfast project that we're talking about at what was breakfast, just those three words in a row. And it exists on Instagram. If you have an RV that you're like, what is this RV doing in my driveway? I don't need it anymore. Somebody should use it for a worldwide trip. If you would like to give it to me, holler. If you don't, that's cool too. Uh, you can just check out what I'm doing. But yeah, you can, you can expect pictures of people. Those people might be wearing interesting outfits. That's what I like to photograph. Um, and I hope, not I hope, I will fucking, you heard it here. I will be leaving in August on a countrywide tour of the United States that you could follow along with on What Was Breakfast. Oh, well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, and we are going to speak that into existence and let the universe and the stars and God and whoever you prescribe to take that and receive it and do what they will with that. But we're speaking into an existence. August. And if you have an RV, speak that into my existence. I will also speak that into existence. (laughs) If you got an RV, you can, you know, get on, go slide into the oh, what was breakfast DMs? <laughs> let them know. Yeah, yeah. Let, let them know you got an RV just to be like handing out for the people. Well, Ellen, thank you so much for this like chill, calm like episode. What's some snafus? It's okay. We come back. We come back. We came back once. We could have came back like Jordan when he came back like oh. two times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, you know, fresh off the White Sox run. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we came back strong and we here and I love it. Well, I just want to thank you so much for just spending time with me during this time thank you. this world that we live in and just kikiing with me. I enjoyed kikiing on tomfoolery and shenanigans <laughs> with Jessica Van. Thank you so much. Can you say kiki it again? Yes, uh, Kiki in. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are an absolute treat, an absolute dream. I hurt your face so much, and I am honestly, I'm serious, y'all. This man gonna get his RV, and we gonna see him across somebody's plane and someone's desert, desert, taking all the taking all the pictures and doing all the things. Okay. Well, I hope you the best. I hurt your face so much, and I can't wait to see you in person before you, like, you know, depart. Um, We got time. Yes, of course. Well, if you don't know, this is Tom Fool and Shanann. I'm Jess. Feel free to follow me over at the J.Journey. That is J-D-O-T. Do not put a dot there, folks. We just a mess. Oh, J- I can see how that could get messed up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. JDLT Journey. You can also email me if you have any questions, feedbacks, concerns. Ask us anything at tomfoolandshenanigans at gmail.com. Um, and then if you're feeling really fancy, you can go on and pay some little monies for the Patreons and actually see this interview there. I can't wait because it's probably going to have to be in two parts because I'm still trying to figure out this technology with the come with the Patreons. Lord have mercy. We're going to get it together. But don't forget to um, what is it, subscribe and like 
I am not an influencer, but whatever you do on the way you get your podcast to know not to miss the episodes, go on and do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I that, do what you got to do, right? I am just V and you are, what'd you say? I said, do what you got to do. Listen to the podcast. Let, yeah. Do what you got to do. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Just do what you got to do. Oh my gosh. I heart your face so much. I am Jess Van, and I hope you would eat all your breakfast, and you are... Alan Epstein, and I also hope you eat all your breakfast. This is Tom Foolery and Shenanigan. I'll see y'all in the next episode. All right, bye, y'all. Bye. I love that part. <laughs> Tom Foolery and Shenanigan. Come and hang with me and all my friends. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. <laughs> Tom Fuller and Shenanigans is brought to you by Tightrope Recordings and music by Charles Self Says Van.